0: Welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of mayors with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by
1: Justin, Adam,
0: and Debbie, and this is a board game podcast where we play games in our collections and then talk about them for a little while. Uh, We are mayors in a city, or you know, with our own cities? I don't know. With your own 4x4 four four city, for some reason. Uh, because we're playing Quadropolis, or at least we played Quadropolis, on Board Game Arena yesterday. Uh, I own this game. It's a game where you build a city. I mean, I don't know. And it, yeah, the city all, it's all about fours. It's all its all in the name. It's all in the name. Quadropolis. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Alright, I got the back of the box here. Uh, something we like to do, where we give you a little bit of the promotional material. Uh, and here Here we go quadropolis after a hard day's work you take a break to admire your city through the large windows of your office at this hour most of your citizens are going back home heading for the tall buildings that you see in front of you some others are wandering in the parks and gardens with their kids and others decide to go shopping in the new mall that you opened a few weeks ago in the distance near the harbor you can see smoke rising from factories chimneys somehow the city never sleeps will you be able to meet the challenge and become the most prestigious mayor in history in quadropolis you enact the role of the mayor of a modern city you will need to define a global strategy to build your city according to your inhabitants needs and outmatch your opponents sending your architects to have various buildings erected in your city each building allows you to score victory points there are various types of buildings with different scoring patterns many of them may be combined for better effect there's probably a little bit more than i would have liked to have read honestly (laughs) It kind of gives you a little bit of an idea of what's going on in this game. Yeah, so for the overview on this game, uh, everybody gets their own little player board. Everybody gets a handy-dandy reference sheet because as the back of the box mentions you are kind of just trying to put down tiles into various patterns, which will get you points. And whoever has the most points at the end wins the best mayor in the universe award or whatever. Um, uh, so everyone's got their own placemat where you put and uh, you build your city and there's going to be a uh, a uh, supply of the common tiles that are hanging out in the middle. Uh, if you are playing the uh, casual, I think it's our casual or what, what's, classic. The, what's the one? classic version mm-hmm of the game. Uh, You'll have Architects from 1 to 4, and the way the game works is that on your turn, you put down an Architect uh, in, in a way that it is pointing at Uh, the board with all the tiles on it and what you do is you plonk that bad boy down you count inward from wherever you put your thing down and you pick up the tile that uh, corresponds to the number so if i put down the one architect then i just look at whatever it's pointing at and i take that tile and i put it on my board but there are rules we have rules rules and regulations and one of those is that uh, whatever architect you played also has to you also use that number to correspond with where you put it in your city so your city will have, uh, some, some numbers in the rows and the columns in the classic game and, uh, and you'll have to put it into either the row or the column that corresponds to that number. So in this example, I used one, so I'd have to put it into the one column or the one row. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, once you've chosen a tile from the middle, uh, the... Fucking I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. The little little dude. Urbanist. The urbanist? Mm-hmm. Who the hell's an urbanist? Uh he the... wants
2: things to be urban.
0: Um, so you put down the urbanist, and uh what what happens then is that uh, people can no longer put down architects pointing at the row or the column that has the urbanist so uh, you're essentially locking out a row or a column for uh, the next person uh, which can sometimes be a bit of a bummer for them because they might have wanted the harbor or you know garden or whatever the hell's there that they uh, that they were looking for and they can't they'll have to wait until a future turn to be able to snap that up or potentially pull some like shenanigans in order to uh, come at the tile from a different angle um, each one of these tiles is going to have uh, different stuff on it as I mentioned uh, you've got uh, you got uh, or as the back of the box mentioned you've got like gardens and towers and uh, malls and harbors and factories and stuff and these all have various scoring rules so like factories like to be next to uh, harbors and uh, shopping malls I think um, as well as each tile has the potential to have a a cost in either uh, little blue people uh, which you generally get from um what is it the uh the the living quarters the office towers or the towers uh, where people live you know the places where people live uh, apartment buildings uh, apartments and stuff you know that sort of thing uh, or the other kind of resource that you have is energy which you generally get from factories um these you can sort of just stockpile off to the side or you can lay them out on the tiles as you go to remind you that you need to use these resources to activate the tiles or else they're just these tiles just will be completely worthless for you at the end of the game Um, in addition like uh, having extra people hanging around or having extra energy is not good um, because they're like minus one point at the end of the game if you can't use them but there are like some rules where you can like use a park and use that as like a sink for the energy so you can just like discard one energy at the end of the game if you have to um what else is there uh one of the interesting things about the apartment buildings as well as the um Uh, office towers in the uh in the in the expert game is that they can stack on top of each other so uh this game is mostly 2d in that you know you put down a one and then you've got to put that on the one row or the one column uh but if you if you have an apartment building and you use the number two uh number two guy to get another apartment building you can actually use that and stack it on top of an apartment building you already have or you can also like the normal placement rules apply for apartment buildings and office towers towers so if like you just have a bunch of ones hanging around you can just keep stacking ones on top of each other and that that's fine too but it's kind of interesting in that it is uh it is making concessions for the fact there is also like this 3d component um yeah and the and the way it goes is that everybody goes around until they run out of architects uh which is four turns uh Then you refill the middle board and you get your architects back and you keep going until four turns are over in the classic game. And then uh, once that's done, you tally up your points. Whoever has the most points is super mayor or whatever. Um... There is also an expert variation to the game where everybody just flips their boards over and flips all of the uh, architects over and the way that works is that there's a fifth architect as well as like a f- new fifth row uh, in your uh, city planning. It's not really a row, it's like everything kind of changes in the placement because there's like different quadrants and stuff and it looks a little bit different but it's okay. It it, it works pretty much the same except for um, the architects are no longer in your color they're just like shared amongst everybody and there's only as many as there are people playing so uh, you've got architects from like one to five now uh, but you can just grab whichever architect you want which also means that like there's a finite number of architects in like ones and you'll find out that if you need the one architect and everybody's already used all the one architects then you're kind of shit out of luck as well as the the expert game introduces the aforementioned office buildings and monuments. Um, there's probably a couple of expansions for this which we didn't really explore um, and yeah, that's pretty much how the game works, you know you go around putting down your architects getting tiles, adding them to your board, trying to manage your your people resources as well as your energy resources so that you can use those tiles at the end of the game and just trying to like maneuver yourself along all these placement rules while also dealing with the fact that you can't really sometimes get what you want, right? So um, yeah, you just do that until uh, until all the rounds are done and then you're uh, you're done. That's good. And then you're your super mare. Someone's super mayor. Oh there's one there's like one tile in every round where you can like get the first player token. It's usually an apartment building. It's usually kind of shitty but being able to grab that first tile is sometimes very beneficial. So I mean you might want to do it. We didn't seem too bothered by it. We sort of just let Adam be first player super mayor for like the entire first game so it didn't really seem to matter much. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say games take about an hour hour and a half kind of in that ballpark um and there's no uh we played this one on tabletop simulator uh which had like one mod which was not scripted at all and one that was like kind of scripted which helped and then one that was just like the expert mode which had all the scripting so is it it's a it was a bit of a challenge to get through some of them because like some of them were weird and like not doing what you expect and sometimes you do a lot of manual stuff but all in all it was very serviceable um it's just too bad that this doesn't exist on something like you know board game arena because i think it'd be uh be a fun time uh what did you guys think um i also own this
2: um i picked this up pretty shortly after it was released uh it's been super popular in my house and amongst um you know the people i play with with that being said i mean like i i think it's a i think it's a fun game it's super light it's it's a game that you know, doesn't take a ton of explanation. Um, The player aids in it are very good. So the, that you like the sheet that you build on, on the one side of it has a list of like with pictorial descriptions of like, you know, this style of, of uh of building scores in this manner so you're never really confused
3: that's the player aid that's not on the board
2: isn't it on the board no
3: it's a player aid. it's a separate yeah
2: oh all right well they give you this awesome player aid then and it does a really good job of just like explaining like this is how things are scored and and stuff like that it's it's really good it's it's one that i can absolutely see um that i can absolutely like see people really getting behind and it's it's easy and fun and relatively fast uh i i like it um i've definitely played quite a bit of it in the last you know i mean this this goes back to pre-pandemic i guess so in the past two years i guess i've i've played a reasonable amount of it um it's, it's not bad it's not bad for a for a light game the art style is nice yeah colorful I think it's very, I think it's very approachable. Do you prefer oh, good things. one over the other? Do I prefer, oh, like expert or, or basic? Yeah, classic. Cla- oh, is it classic? classic. Um, honestly, I think I just, I don't know. Like, I there's parts of the, of the expert one that I really like. Like, I really like the collective pool of quote unquote architects. Um, but I don't really care one way or the other about having the fifth like, I feel like in the expert mode, like tile placement is easier than it is in the classic mode. Like, I think I think in the classic mode, you actually have to think more about your tile placement. Yeah, It's in in the expert mode, just being able to like plunk it in different regions or, or whatever, like just the way they change the rules. I, I'm not a huge fan of that just in general. It's, you know. I guess if I had to choose one over the other, I guess it would be classic. Although, you know, I do, although I do like the, the, um, the pooled architects, yeah.
1: It's all right to be a fan of the classics. Yeah. I I think I preferred the expert mode, um, just because it gave a few more options and I I liked how it felt a little less constricting on where you could place the buildings. You could kind of think a little bit ahead and it gave you a few more options because with the fifth player marker, you could use it to kind of act as a one, uh, to grab some tiles, uh, that would have otherwise been blocked out to you. Um, yeah, just, just more options. I like more options. Uh, otherwise, uh, it, it felt like one of those games, almost like, uh, doing like a card draft in magic or something where if, uh, if two people are both trying to focus on the same thing, because there are certain things that you kind of need to focus to make them worthwhile, like the apartment buildings or the uh, office buildings in the expert mode. And if two or more people are trying to focus on the same thing, it ends up, I find kind of being, a game of chicken where you're all going to lose, and the one person who wasn't trying to do that at all is just going to get whatever they want and not have that competition. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a way to fix that, but it just uh, there's a few games like that um, that I can't think of right right away. But it just kind of feels like almost like one of those kind of kingmaker games where if you are in direct competition with somebody for a resource, you're just both going to lose. Um, so you just kind of either you. Diversify into something else and let them have it, or they do it. Um, which I don't know, just kind of feels like a weird gameplay mechanic. But uh, that that just might be me. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's uh, it's quite fine. Yeah, it's all right. I think the highest praise I could give it was that uh, it was it wasn't you know mentally taxing. So we were able to have like a conversation around the table and invest in our new. Uh, country uh, parody band <laughs> so uh, that, that was probably the highlight of the board game.
0: Big Dairy baby wow. coming to your town. That's it <laughs> that's, uh, I don't know if that's
1: trademark uh, pending that doesn't seem
3: like, yeah, right. doesn't TM, seem TM, like TM. high praise
0: <laughs> yeah High, high praise we were able to fuck around a lot cool that's a that's a hell of a
1: well no i mean sometimes that's what you want in a board game you want something that is you know kind of fills that space so that you can kind of kind of like have part of your mind thinking and doing something but you're still able to focus on a, like a conversation with people around you whereas a lot of like super complex euros or something you're gonna just be stuck in your own little headspace playing solitaire and uh some Ameritrash games are going to have you going head to head and getting angry with one another. So you know those might be more exciting and more you know cerebral. But you know sometimes you just want a nice ham sandwich. Oh, this <laughs> this one this one definitely qualifies. Wow. So yeah, you know it it that's why I said it, it, it's quite fine. I I, uh, I thought it was all right, but uh, I I liked it in that it kind of, it filled that space. It was, it was pleasant and, uh, it allowed a conversation to happen.
3: for me. Um, I really, I really enjoy this game. I like the, um, I, I kind of, again, it's, it's a bit of a puzzle in many ways. Um, I, it's, it's funny that you said that about, uh, Justin, that you said that about the, the whole Kingmaker and, you know, competition, um, for resources. I, this game I find like I personally think that this game does that better of most games or it fits well in this game um because it I mean I think it that it has a lot to do with the idea that you just you need to stay aware right um it's kind of also what you said it's it's not the kind of game where you're sunk so incredibly deep that you know you don't have a chance to look at what other people are doing um the board stays fairly, I mean, the, the board stays stagnant um, as people are pulling pieces uh, off. That's really the only uh, movement aspect that there is. So you should be able to see pretty quickly um, if you're going to be putting yourself into a situation of uh, competition. And I think at that point that that's just a decision to make. Um, I don't believe that this game kind of pigeonholes you to the point where you can't kind of walk away from something like that easily. Um, You have to be able to do that because uh, the, the tile placement is, is completely random and you don't know what you're going to get. And um, so you in many ways have to leave yourself open to doing things potentially a couple different ways. Um, And so I, yeah, so in many ways, I think I I disagree with your kind of with that thought, just because um, this isn't, I feel like this isn't the kind of game where you've put so much, uh, you have to put so much time and energy into, you know, concentrating on your own board and, you know, keeping track of what you're doing that you can't see kind of the obvious of what's happening with other people. Um, and that I think just lends itself very well to the, um, to the idea that you can kind of go at this from a couple different directions. Um, it, it doesn't work very well, obviously, to kind of scatter yourself everywhere and get a little bit of everything. You'll see that, uh, the way that the scoring works, um, it, you definitely, there, there's exponential value to the more, uh, you invest in something. Um, but I mean, you can easily invest in something to the tune of, you know, two or three and still be able to gain a fair amount of, um, value out of that without having to push it to the extreme four or five, um, you know, ultimate, um, like, yeah, like that, that peak, um, score point, right. Uh, you will get kind of advantages out of really going into, into multiples and with the number of rounds we're talking about and the amount of time that goes into it. I I mean, it's, it would be really hard, I think, to uh, not succeed in one way or another. Um, you really just, I mean, I think you're your own enemy in this game in a lot of ways. Um, and I mean, that's coming from somebody who, like, I yesterday we played and I got completely hosed when we were playing, right? Like, I didn't even come close to winning. Um, but I very much noticed that that for me was just a, uh, an online kind of downside, um, Uh, from my perspective, because it is kind of so much more, uh, less obvious and and more difficult to make that visual um, around the table and see what everybody else is doing. So that does make this game uh, online a little harder, I think, um, because you do kind of, I don't know, tend to go into La La Land in your own little head if you want to. Um no. what? yeah, I know, right? What? But I think if when you're in person, I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's very obvious kind of what other people are doing and it's very easy to pay attention to uh to the decisions that other people are making. Um and yeah, the this game like I said just kind of lends itself really well to that, I think. Um so yeah, I I mean I really enjoy this game. I think that it is a lot of fun. I think that uh I seen how far you want to put yourself into a corner is, you know, enjoyable. Like you can, um, you can play this game from a very uh, soft perspective. um, Like Justin said, you know, where you can just sit back and, and kind of have some fun and uh, things like that. But you can, you know, uh, like I said, you can push it a little farther with yourself and I uh, take some risks and, you know, hope the tiles come up the way that you want the tiles c- to come up. Um, competition, I don't think in this game is a horrible thing again because i i don't think that you're completely you know sending somebody else up a creek by doing uh something you're really just trying to uh counteract or balance how extreme somebody's point counts can be um i did that to thomas very purposely uh Huh? <laughs> well, and that's what? it. Like that's what I mean, right? Like I you can do something like that and it's not it doesn't come across as a super vindictive move. Um, you know, there's a point in the game where I very purposely started taking uh office tower space p- <gasps> things uh because I, didn't I knew even know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's that's just how subtle it was.
3: I, it just, it just doesn't seem like the mean aspect, right? Like, it doesn't feel like you're going after somebody to like ruin their game. You're just trying to really kind of even it out and balance that score a bit. Um, and deciding if it's worth that risk, right? Like, there's a lot of different ways I think to look at this game. And that I think is what makes it, I don't know, enjoyable for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that puzzle aspect because you really, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could really make somebody's life unfortunate in this game uh, because there's ways to, to get uh, all sorts of different um, tiles and have them literally not worth anything at the end of the game because, you know, uh, like shopping malls aren't worth anything unless you have people to put in them. Uh, parks aren't worth anything unless you have apartment buildings around them. Um, the government buildings, though they may have the odd, you know, like one victory point, uh, directly on the, on the actual tile. Um, I, their worthiness is not great. Um, unless, you know, you can, you can really get multiples and have enough people to, uh, man, the man, the building and, and actually have it, you know, uh, working. So I don't know. I just I, I enjoy the aspect of just being able to look at this from different points of view and you know, it not being a real uh, heartbreaker when you take different pathways to get places. So I don't know. May the tiles ever be in your favor. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. May the tiles be get out of here. That's it. I'm <laughs> kicking you kicking you off the pod. Off the pod. Kicking him off the pod No, I'm just I'm just kidding, Justin. Oh. I don't know. This game is this game for me is enjoyable, for sure. It's just not like I don't know. I don't know. It's just it slides it slides off my brain. This 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 playthrough, I don't know. It just didn't really stick with me very well. Um maybe it's something that would be better suited in person. Um, I don't really see, I mean, you can say that uh, it allowed enough breathing room for conversation, and I mean, that's fine, but I also don't think that's a unique property of this game in particular. Um, you know, the puzzle is pretty serviceable, uh, you know, there are times when you're playing this game and you're like, you, you're sitting with a three and you're like, well, what the fuck, what am I going to do with this asshole? And you're trying to like, look at the board and figure out which thing you're going to do. So like, I, I definitely see see that there's a lot of um there's a lot of angles to to this um you know i i i can see where you know the classic game versus the expert game i definitely agree with adam that there's like it's kind of feels like the expert game has a little bit more leniency to it just based on there being a whole stack of different dudes and like weirder placement strategies like it's not more constricting it feels like i was able to just slap down Office building after office building after office building on top of each other. And uh, there wasn't much other than Debbie that could stop me. Uh, like the, the use of the architects didn't seem to get in my way at all. Um, so there are definitely some like interesting things going on with this game, but I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't really stick with me all that much, which I think is kind of a shame because I do think that it's like, it's a very nice looking game. It looks like something that I want to play. Um, but it just, I don't know. It just doesn't have, despite it being like really colorful and and everything, I just, I feel like there's something missing in terms of it being, you know, missing unique tiles or missing some funny moments or something like that. There's just, I don't know, the fact that we were able to come up with these ridiculous things, I don't feel like is a positive in the game's direction, um, personally, uh... And, and I don't know, it's just, this is a weird one for me, because I do think that it's like it has a definite place in terms of it being a nice casual game about city building that, you know, doesn't take a lot of, uh, it's not very taxing, right? So I think it has a place, it's just like, I don't know, I don't know where it exists in terms of my personal situation. Um, I don't know, am I crazy?
1: Yeah, I'm, sometimes no. I just <laughs> want to relax, sit back and watch some NCIS. It's not exciting. But, you know, it's nice.
0: (laughs) Wow. Uh, Ah, Gibbs. You just want to watch Gibbs shoot at a monitor and it take down a whole server room for some reason.
2: (laughs) Wait, they're connected, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: mean, they are connected. That's not, you're not wrong.
2: Yeah, that makes sense in my mind. (laughs) Sort Uh, of, maybe
0: so I don't know like I I, it is definitely like a good time it's just a bit like I don't know not super exciting and I don't know I'm trying to think of other games that I would like probably get a little bit more enjoyment out of that maybe have the same feel to them and I'm like for some reason I think of Carcassonne as a game where you just like you, you get a little bit of like surprise out of Carcassonne or just like oh hey I got this thing now you get to slap it down and make like a little map and it's I feel like it has that same sort of like chill flow to it where Mm -hmm. you're just like putting things down putting little dudes down having a grand old time, but you can get into it quite a bit if you're willing to put in the time to really learn how to Carcassonne. And and it has like some pretty bonkers stuff that you can end up doing if you're like good at it. Um, as well as just like a bazillion expansions if you're a complete maniac, but like it just, that's the that's the first thing that popped into my mind in terms of like what you're talking about, which is like a, you know, relaxing kind of chill game that you play with friends when you don't want to like think too much. Um, and I don't know. I don't I don't know if I game for that reason. Like maybe that's just maybe that's just me. Like when I'm when I'm playing games, I want to laugh and have fun and crack jokes and and all sorts of things. And this this seems like uh, maybe too mellow for me personally. I don't know. I don't know. I want to like it. I want to like it. I mean, I might. I don't know. Getting into reviews here. Does anyone have anything else they want to say?
2: No, not really. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I'm all right. I'm good.
3: Debbie, did you want to refute me? <laughs> wow. Is that what I'm here for? I don't know. i just <laughs> uh, No. I just no, I just I think that it's uh I don't know. I just I think that in uh it I I think it's definitely an in person game. I think that it's uh a global visualization game. Um, I think that you lose a lot from, you know, not having that whole picture kind of similar to uh, Everdale in my mind, where if you, don't pay attention to part of the board, then um, you kind of lose. I don't know some some aspects of the game. I think are just lost that way. Um, I don't think it affects the game itself. I just think that it affects the um, enjoyability and the experience of it, and and things like that. Like I think it's just a better played game in person
0: yeah i mean i could uh i can definitely consider giving it a second chance i mean i do have kids so i mean let's be realistic none of these are actually getting thrown out except world of warcraft you're going to the fucking bin but anyway um so i'm just gonna like mosey on to reviews here because i don't think it i mean maybe it'll surprise you but uh i don't know this one is kind of like uh kind of like on the fence Because I do, I do think it's nice. I think it's a nice little game. I think it, uh, it fills a, it fills a need, um, and I think it would be, it's good to have variety, and I don't, I can't think of too many games that are in this, like, chill vibe, I guess, as, as one might call it, um, that, that are in my collection. Most of them are laser, laser death, and, like, heavy, crazy, crunchy Euro games, uh, so, I don't know. I'll probably keep it around, like in my, on my scale of keep or not keep. I think it's a, I think it's a keeper, uh, but I think it's probably just because I'm hoping to get my kids into board games and I just need more ammunition uh, uh, for for that, uh, for the the cannon that is about to come after them when they get old enough. And this seems like it's, you know, bright and colorful, very approachable, very straightforward. So I think in terms of it being like maybe a step up in the learning, uh, the learning tier, uh, I think it's, I think that might be where it lives, and so it that's probably where I'm gonna leave it for my review or for my uh, pfft, my fuck. Well, Jesus, for my score is it a score? I don't know if that's as much of a score, but yeah, like let's let's call it a uh, a, a on the fence keeper. Uh, but if my kids don't like it, I don't know, it's probably, it's probably gonna go away, but for now, for now, and I mean. You're probably right that in-person is probably the way to go, but I'd probably say that for a lot of games. Uh, yeah, for, for now, i I'll going to call it a keeper. What about you, Justin?
1: Oh, hey. Uh, well, this is a game I, I don't own, and it's not a game I'm going to be running out to buy. Uh, but I will say that if it were in my collection, I probably wouldn't be selling it. And because it's, I mean, it is, it, it's, it is, uh, it's quite, quite fine. It's a nice, unoffensive game uh, that it's easy to teach, easy to bring out, plays in a reasonable amount of time, and, uh, doesn't, you know, it's not super taxing. So you can kind of just have it there and play around it and still be able to talk and hang out around it. Uh, it's, it's colorful, looks nice on the table, and yeah, it's, in general, it's quite, quite fine. And I think that's okay. Uh, you know, there's, there's some games that you don't really want to blow you away. Uh, because you don't want to get too invested in it, you just want a nice light game on the table, and I, I think this for me kind of fits that bill. Um, it, but it, I'm also one of the, that's also the exact reason why I wouldn't run out to buy it is because usually uh, I I wouldn't do that, or I already have games in my collections that uh, I would rather play uh, for that same experience. Um, um, and so th- that's it. Uh, you know, uh, if you. You know, it's it's definitely worth a playthrough, um, but uh, it's not really anything special enough to be really worth running out and buying for me, at least. How about you, Debbie?
3: Um, so for me, I th- kind of the one thing that actually came to mind. I don't know after. Um, was i kind of want to uh compare it to reef in some ways um i think that this game does well in the aspect of spatial awareness um and that kind of similar to the idea of of patchwork and things like that like you 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 have to but you have to think about things in a, in a in a different way um it's not you know i, I don't know carrots go in the ground and um yeah like, do, like do, you, do you guys know what i mean like i'm having a really hard time explaining it but it's not like, uh, yeah, it's not a logic game. It's a, it's, I, I it's just more spatial awareness. I think, um, and that might be advantageous when it comes to, uh, you know, Thomas, the idea of of kids and things like that, um, and really kind of I I guess wrapping your head around the idea that uh yes numbers go one two three four but that doesn't mean they're always in that order kind of thing right um and and seeing things from a, a different perspective I think that this um that's probably the piece that I enjoy about this game is that it's yeah it's it's definitely just yeah just fits in a different I don't know in a different in a different aspect for me so um yeah for me I I give this a four out of five um I, I think it's a great game. I think if you have the opportunity to play it, you know, uh, do that. Um, it it is very friendly to the, uh, newer, um, the newer members of the, of the hobby. Um, and I, I mean, I still don't think it's easy to the point where I would play it with my parents, um, just because they're, I think that maybe that spatial awareness piece, you might be maybe too much for kind of some people, right? I think that you have to think. It says it's for eight and up. So, I mean, they should be a fine. Oh, <laughs> I think from an enjoyment perspective. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I think that just having to really think about the, the spatial awareness piece, I think, is what makes it again in my eyes i think that that takes it um a little out of the like you know bring it out with random family that don't like to play board games um realm because i i mean i kind of like what you guys have said it's not really you're not not really laughing there's not really any uh funny drive or or um draw to this game um it's just, yeah, it's, it's again, it's just that puzzle piece for me. So, uh, four out of five, I, I think it's great. Uh, if you, if you like that kind of thing, if you like the, the puzzles and to think about things, um, in a different way, I I personally think that you would enjoy this. I don't know, maybe that just makes me special or something. But yeah, uh, Adam, how about you?
2: Um, this one, like I said, we we own it. I, it's it was super popular, as I'm sure you heard. Debbie really enjoys it. Uh, I've played a, a decent amount of this, both on the expert and the original side classic whatever <laughs> it's you know <laughs> like i i don't know what i when i think about this it, it definitely if you're looking for a category that this fits into it's the casual game category it's the sitting around with a, a beer or a glass of wine and just playing something that's not taxing on the brain so i always have to ask myself would i rather play this over something like Lanterns um or Dice Hospital or you know like Organ Attack I guess <laughs> like it's it just I, there's a there's a lot of other games that I think I would reach to before I reach to this but with that being said the game itself is it's not bad um it just it's just kind of like it, it just feels like it's just missing it's missing one piece it's missing something and I don't know what it is and I I like I don't have an answer um, but it's it's missing a certain something that could easily take this game from being yeah it's you know it's fine to to being like this game is incredible. Um, and, and and like I said, I don't I don't know what that is, but it's just missing one little piece. Um, so if you have any ideas, I mean, like let us know, let the board game designers know. Like, there's got to be something out there that that really sets this apart uh, for me. This game, it's it's like a seven. It's a seven. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't mind playing it, but I i don't really, I have no real drive to play it. Like it's not something that keeps me up at night being like, man, got to get another game of, uh, got to get another game in. You know what I mean?
3: Do board games keep you up at night thinking that you want to, how much you want to play them? Sometimes.
2: There are some games, there are some games that like when you're done playing, You when you have a board game night, for example, and then you're just like, you know, going to bed or whatever one o'clock two o'clock in the morning after a board game night and you're just like god damn that was a really fun game of fill in the blank uh twilight,
0: twilight imperium.
1: imperium and absolutely not that game that 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 is the opposite <laughs> that that's when you're going to bed Ooh. and you're thinking about next week when you can pick up the game you didn't have time to finish <laughs> oh,
0: this man. week that's it. right
1: Man, yeah,
2: we're only on hour six of, of our Twilight Imperium game. It's, we're, we're approaching the halfway mark. It's true. Uh, the, the turtles were no, it's not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So i like, I hear fourth edition's a lot faster, which is pleasant. Uh, just, well, that, a, that, that could a... be
0: our, we can put that on the docket for our glorious return to uh, in-person games. Oh yeah, it's
2: Lord coming. help us. <laughs> um,
0: I think Debbie's going to love it. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, you never know. I am never very, I'm very I'm no, very swingy I, when it comes I, I to think, board games.
1: I think you will enjoy the political aspect of it.
3: Oh,
0: no, it's got everything.
3: There's a political aspect?
0: Oh, yeah. there's there literally there's everything there's in that game.
2: Th- yeah, uh, there's uh, a million facets. But yes. Sorry, the game the game is a 7 at the end of the day. It's it's a 7. It's
0: Fine. Sandwich? What is that in sandwich? I,
2: I think that's still in the grilled cheese realm. Again, I, I haven't...
1: I gotta pull up that list. I, I thought you had said that this was a ham sandwich.
0: No,
2: you I said know, it was I, a ham no, I said that. He agreed. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I, I like it a little bit more than ham, but... Uh, <laughs> not much. A grilled ham and cheese. That... That's like, now, like, I mean, we're even elevating the grilled cheese at that point. We are, we are absolutely elevating Oof. the ham you're gonna get and those, we are elevating the cheese. You're
0: going to get those lunatics on the like grilled cheese, Reddit threads coming after you. The sub, the grilled cheese. Subreddit oh, I, know. Well, oh, I they, know. The purists. Yeah. Cause you, you can't have ham on there. That's not, that's no, no that's lo- a that, melt. Apparently. That's a melt. As soon no. as you start oh, putting You tell stuff. them
1: that that's a grilled cheese and you tell them to give it up. It's over. They lost. <laughs> we have the high ground. <laughs>
0: all right well uh i guess that about does it for our reviews of quadropolis uh very uh very spread out opinions on this one seems like uh and if you want to tell us uh you know why we're uh, wrong, you can fire us no I don't want to not gonna say that that's crazy uh, but if you do have any uh, but if you do have any constructive feedback you can hit us up at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com you email using email wow I'm just gonna stop talking after this uh, you can uh, use Twitter and find us at CGS podcast it's run by Debbie and uh, if you uh, really like this kind of stuff we got lots of episodes and you can also help us out by sharing it around liking and subscribe like liking and subscribing and all that sort of thing uh, and if you uh, do you want to talk to me for some reason? No one does. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tom and uh, hit me up with your uh, favorite melts. Uh, uh, Justin, what
1: about you? You got anything these days? Oh, hey. Well, I mean, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. I'm not always that active, but uh, if you want to hit me up and tell me what's your favorite type of interchange, I'd love to hear it. How about Inter- you, Debbie?
0: Interchange? What? Like
1: this when you yeah like when roads? you're building oh, a highway? Yeah.
0: Did you just yeah. finish playing like City Skylines before coming over here? Oh or something? lordy,
1: I-, I was playing some of that last week, but uh, not not super recently. Other ham sandwich. Uh,
3: okay. So you guys can get me at at Mrs. Wynn, That's at M R S W H Y N on the the Instagram and the Twitter box. Tweet tweet. Um. Yeah, uh, as Tom said, if you guys have some constructive criticism for us, if there's anything uh, you want to let us know, uh, or if there's a game you think that we should try, uh, let us know. on the old Twitterverse, you know, box thing. I don't know. I'm sure I don't say it the same anytime, but uh, we do want to hear from you guys. We do try our hardest to get some of these games in that, um, that people do suggest for us. So, um, you know, I, while we're online and, and, you know, open and willing to download various workshops on the old tabletop simulator, uh, let us know. Um, or if there's a game that you're thinking about uh, getting and you think we might have it and you want to know what we think, uh, give us a shout and we will see what we can do to play it and give you some thoughts. So yeah, like I said, at CGS podcast on Twitter, uh, Adam, how about you?
2: If you're looking to get a hold of me, you can uh, catch me on social media at for the win for Uh, you can also catch Debbie and I, if you're in the Calgary area and looking at, looking for barbecue or baked goods, um, you can find us FTW barbecue and bakery, uh, on Facebook. Uh, we've, we've updated the name so you can find it. Go take a look. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Get your, get your meats on.
0: Still still workshopping that tagline, huh?
2: Yeah.
3: It sounds like yeah. you're telling people. Better than a ham
2: sandwich. There's the tagline.
0: <laughs> wow. I like better than a ham sandwich. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> better than a ham sandwich. That's a good one. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And we will be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.